time now for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolis. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. And please subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Here's a man you know because you've probably seen the streams from Pinburg or the Buffalo Pinball Summer Open, and you're going to see it again this year. Mike Primo joins us right now. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm great, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm very, very good, and you've got some big, big news that we're going to get to in just a second about Path of Play Day, which is coming up on April 28th, and you can find more information on your website and also the link that we have on Pinball Profile on Facebook, too. But you and I got together, as we've talked about before, last year at Pinburg, and going to be doing it again this year. Another fantastic year, more people, more players, and more development, too, from the production side with you and the Papa team. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've got planned? Well, I'll tell you what, Jeff, we're really excited about this year because when I did it last year, I hadn't known Doug for that long. It was it had only been maybe for about four weeks. And now that we have a little bit of history together, you know, we talk a lot more about the future and what you want for the next Pinberg. And, and um, I'm also spending time with him and the Papa team at other tournaments now. So there's an evolution in place. And we, you know, the list of ideas is a fair bit lengthy and we're already making plans to go down to Pittsburgh. We're going to do some dry runs in June. We really want to get this right because we feel like based on what we did in Pittsburgh last year and in Buffalo with Nick and Kevin, that there's, there's a lot to build on still. So we're really excited. So expect to see a lot more instant replays, some great analysis too from the uh, coverage that we have of the people doing the streams. And it's a real learning curve for you, but I saw firsthand how you kind of fix things on the fly with Doug and some of the other people, but now you're going to be a lot more prepared. So it only gets better. Every time you do it, it gets better and better. So Mike, uh, I know the pinball community really appreciates the time and effort that you and the Papa team do. I don't think people realize how much time is really involved and think, oh, it could be this, this, this. Everyone's got a suggestion on how to make it better. And, and some some are very, very good, but until you actually do it, it's uh, it's a whole different ballgame, and it's also live. The, the truth is, Jeff, I'm always listening to feedback because I, I think that it's ridiculous to think that only I or only Doug would come up with these ideas. And what's really great now is every Monday night they're streaming at Papa Headquarters, and we have a small production group of about 12 people and we talk all the time and they try to implement some of these ideas into the Monday Night Stream. I know one thing that I'd really like to do is start developing content that showcases the players more so that if there's someone new to pinball and they have a chance to see what all of this tournament competition play is about, there's a chance to actually get to know the players. And I think with any sport, we see it in darts and golf and hockey, that the more you know about the competitors, the more you are engaged by the content. So that's certainly a point of interest for me, and it's something that I really want to escalate for this summer. Hmm, showcasing players in pinball. Hmm, yeah, sounds like a great you know idea. about that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do agree. I mean, the games are certainly something we're familiar with, but there are some great people in pinball too. So uh, you, myself, and other podcasters highlighting them, I think that's fantastic too. It's amazing how many more people I know just from listening to your show alone. I think that when you started this podcast, you were really onto something. And it's nice that when you start going to these events and you, you get to know more and more people all the time, eventually you find yourself at the prices right with some of these blokes, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> you know, I was just in Denver too, and I've had people on from Denver. I've had Ryan Wanger and Snow Galvin and Helena Walter Higgins and some other people, Donovan Stepp. So I go there not really knowing anyone really, but 
I go to this tournament that we we do, and and there were tons and tons of people I know. So it's it's a great community. This this pinball thing and Pinburg is certainly the the highlight of the year for so many people as everyone flocks together. It's more about the tournament's great, but there's a big social aspect too, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's like you know when you go away from camp and you're like, oh, I hope I see these people again. Well, it's going <laughs> yeah. back to camp. That's exactly, That's exactly what it is. Right. I couldn't agree more, and it was a little weird for me last year because being in that position of producing a stream and not really knowing anybody it was it was a weird uh environment for me because i I just didn't know a lot of people at that point this year i'm a lot more excited uh because i know i'm going there looking for familiar faces and i'm i'm really excited about putting the work aside once in a while to spend some time with some really great people well a lot of these great people and familiar faces are joining forces with you for a very important cause on april 28th path of play day and that's why i wanted to talk to you today about this and it's been a real learning curve for you when you put this path of play together and now this big day coming up on april 28th i want to talk about kind of how this all came about to this date and really what you've learned from starting this organization well, you know, I was just thinking about this yesterday, how this really all started. And this is when I had a board game podcast. And one of our sponsors, Geek and Son, when the news of Luke's diagnosis came out, they stepped up right away and said, let's raffle off a table and, and help your family with some of the therapy costs. And I was blown away. And it wasn't too long before I realized that there was quite a bit of money coming in from this raffle. And my wife and I realized we just didn't need it all and that there were families out there that just they simply needed it more than we did and that is really what started it all and what it's all become now has just been an incredible exciting thing and and i would say probably the the thing i've learned probably the most valuable lesson is the value in taking it slow it's really easy to if you get an idea and if you happen to get a positive response you really do have to keep yourself in check and i think What's resulted from this, Jeff, is that the people who are in our Facebook community and the people who are taking part in this event at the end of the month in April, they really want to be here. It's not this overpopulated place where I'm connected with some and disconnected with others. Everybody who's in our Facebook community or taking part, they really, with their heart of hearts, want to be involved. And that is something I appreciate to no end. I see over 20 teams signed up, many podcasters. Yeah. Uh, you were just on the Pinball Players podcast with Jeff Parsons and did a, a great job there for some more insight. Maybe listen to that about Path of Play Day. But also, as you mentioned, the Facebook community too. You're going to be hearing on this program, uh, Neil McRae, someone who's a person who really stepped up for Path of Play. Oh, you wouldn't believe, I can't believe what him and Mandy have done. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, he bought the first, the Pinder ticket that Papa auctioned off. The really big thing that they're doing that I, I, I just think is, is so selfless is um, the fact that they're working with the National Artistic Society, uh, the Surrey branch, to have their very own family game day on April 28th. And so it appears that they've been given the approval to do it. They actually had a representative from the Surrey branch come out and look at uh, Neil's location and they had to get approval as I understand it to work with a therapy center to invite some kids over and now they've gotten past that hurdle and Mandy just messaged me the other day and she is so excited about what this can become because even though we're fundraising when you have moments of active charity like that it really leaves you speechless and um, that's where real validation comes is when you start hearing from people that you don't know well or that you don't know at all, 
And uh, we've gotten to a point now where these really unexpected moments happen where I meet people and I don't know where these relationships are going to go. And then all of a sudden, you come to find out they have a connection with autism as well. And we're at a point now where we're really starting to watch these relationships grow. And it's, it's just really exciting, Jeff, I got to say. For those that don't know, and I'm sure a lot of people do know already, but your son Lucas was diagnosed years ago. And, you know, I think of myself as a parent, and, and I know you think this too, and others listening as well that are parents. Your life changes immediately when you become a parent. I just said that to Zach Sharp, who's a, him and his wife are expecting. Yeah, and I'm really, I saw that. I'm, I'm really happy for them. and That was great. Yeah, and I said that to him. I said, you will not remember your life before you became a parent, in, in a sense that your life really does change, and for the better. But the yeah. one thing you certainly hope for, as you do with Luke and, and we all do with our kids, is, boy, I just want my kid to be happy. I want my kids to be healthy, and the rest, let the chips fall where they may. So when you put this together to try to help others, dealing with uh, children that have autism and finding ways to connect, which is the whole key of Path to Play. I think it's a great charity that you've set up and this Path of Play Day is just the beginning of something. And the reason I'm bringing this up right now is already before Path of Play Day, you've already made some significant contributions to some families. And I don't know if you knew I wanted to talk about this, but I, I do want to oh, highlight that right. because I think yeah, no problem. I think that's a really big deal that it's immediately having some impact. And maybe you can talk about some of those. Well, you, you said a key word there and the word was connect. I'm finding that the way in which we're connecting with these families, you know, yesterday we made two subsidy donations to families and there was one family that allowed us to capture it on video. And I said in my in my Facebook post, you know, this is something you've got to sort of be careful with because you don't want to sensationalize an opportunity like that. You want to make sure that when you're capturing something like that, you know, A, the family really wants to be a part of that. And I thought it was really important that our communities had an opportunity to see the way we connect with these families because connections and extension of that, I think even if a family's not living with autism, all they want to be able to do is connect with their child. That's all that matters. And when I get to meet these families and I see their response, that's enough for me to know that we're we're on the right track and we're doing some good things. We're less than a year old, and I think we've raised just a shade under fifteen thousand dollars, somewhere between ten and fifteen. I just I haven't had a chance to dial in the number yet, but I'm kind of proud of that because we're doing something active with that money. It's making an impact as far as our subsidy work is concerned. On top of that, we still have these family game days that we do and. Families just love coming to the house. It's not just families living with autism. It's families who are not impacted by special needs. And we continue to see this little gleam in their eyes when they leave the house. And we know they can't wait to come back and do it again. You know, there's a lot to do after this day is done. And and hopefully it leads to something that can be more full time in terms of the family game day. Well, when you talk about families coming there and your own interactions with Luke, I wonder how this has become, this gameplay has become therapy for them. So I obviously don't understand that, not having the direct connection to someone with autism. So how have you discovered that this play has really uh, been great therapy? I would say it's actually something that um, I was asked recently, and I feel that what the little magic bean behind it is the fact that we put the families who are living with autism first. You know, I don't want to describe the struggles in a way that victimizes families, but I'll tell you, you know, there's some Facebook groups that I belong to, and some of the posts that I see on a daily basis, 
are scary and they're sad and sometimes they they just make me cry when I look at it and I count my lucky stars that for some reason my wife and I haven't had to deal with some of those situations but some of these families are really lost I even know of a man that built a one million dollar amusement park for his daughter because every time his daughter tried to swim with people at a hotel or do something in a public place there was always this element of detachment simply because people didn't understand the behavioral traits and what we're doing here is we're putting those families first and inviting other families to come along. And it becomes therapeutic, not just for the kids, because we have professional staff who come and support the day and they work with these kids while they're here. But it also frees up the parents and, and they get a little therapy out of it. And then they get to talk to other parents and it becomes a wonderful awareness tool. And I really do believe that well, I, I don't believe I can see it uh, in proof in the pudding now that we've done enough of these days that because it's a free play environment with no itinerary and there's no judgment and inclusion is the number one thing that we strive for in these events, that that is why the therapeutic side of it meets the play side of it. And it's like this peanut butter chocolate moment is the best way that I can describe it really. This inclusion, you're going to see some firsthand, certainly on April 28th, Path of Play Day. I know one of my leagues, we're going to be part of the stream, and you and I are going to be together on April 21st at your place, and I probably assume there'll be a little bit of streaming going on there as well, too, but just some examples of some kind of playing, and and really, I'm looking forward to actually, I've seen you before, Mike, you're great and all that stuff. I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting Luke, actually. I can't wait for you to meet him, and I really appreciate the fact that you and so many other people are involved in uh, it means a lot to me that you're coming that day. That day is going to be interesting because I'm imposing upon uh, a small group of pinball players a, a new game mode. I'm, I've sort of created this obstacle course of sorts, and I have really no idea how much fun it's going to be, but I think it'll be a nice little neat way to, to try and um, evoke some competition. And so we'll, we'll see what happens. And, and yes, we are recording that. We're going to package it. So that on April 28th, we can we can play that as a recorded chunk and then some of the uh, gang that's coming over on the 28th. I don't know if you know this, but we've got four people from Pittsburgh coming up. Teresa Nessel from Maine and her husband's coming up. And we have uh, an unannounced surprise guest. All I'll say is he's a top 20 player, and he's going to be here on the 28th to give some free pinball lessons to some of Luke's former teachers at his uh, previous daycare. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to be playing Jackbox Party. We've got this special thing called Gamer Olympics lined up, something that's become very popular on Twitch, these uh, speed races. So we've got a course set up where the first obstacle, you have to put two frogs in the top on Frogger, and then you got to run to the attack from Mars and beat a ship, and then you got to throw a bullseye in the dartboard. So it's going <laughs> to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. It'll just be so much fun to see all these people and the whole community all across the world, as we found out, are involved in Path of Play Day. As I've said, there are at least 20 teams on. We have one on Pinball Profile. If you'd like to donate to that team or any team, it all goes to the same cause, and it it is a great cause, too. Uh, We're going to see, I think, just this huge spike on the 28th as the actual day happens, too. But I can't believe that we've seen so much success early on before we've even started. So uh, that bodes very well. 83% of the way there. I I looked at the update this morning, and we we officially sit at 83%. And, you know, I've got a few more people to reach out to, and there's a few teams that, you know, getting this together takes some time, and and people live busy lives, so I really appreciate the fact that everybody's 
sort of putting their arm's length out to get this done as soon as possible because if we hit the 100% goal before the day, basically the goal is to reach out to every person that contributed or registered and say, can you sometime during this day find one other person to match what you did? And who knows? I mean, if we double it, that's great. But even if we raise a little bit extra, we're going we're gonna to make really good use of those funds that have been raised. We're extending our game distribution program to the United States very soon. In fact, you introduced me to Nikki when we met up in Chicago, and she told me her little connection to autism, and now we've got her little nephew that we've reached out to his mother, and we're hoping to send the game pack out there so that he can enjoy some uh, board games from the people that we work with on the Path to Play project. So we're, we're really excited about this stuff. It's turned out really well, i got to say. So we have the link on Pinball Profile on our Facebook page. And also, too, it's not just about the 28th. So what really happens after the 28th? That's a great question. We have a really tight focus about what we want to do. The first thing is we want to go from having a non-for-profit status to a charity status. And having this change in our organization opens a lot of doors. For The, fir- the first thing is that we have a consulting firm in Toronto that's interested in possibly taking us on as part of their pro bono work that they do with non-for-profits. And it's easier for them to embrace projects like this if you can work yourself towards a charity status. If we can do that, they can help us brand ourselves more effectively. We start to go after corporate sponsorship. And the ultimate goal for me is to one day have a full-time facility that does what we do in our basement every single day. Like in my head, I see this amazing place that has pinball, board games, our live stream studio, maybe even a little soccer field where kids on the spectrum who maybe can't play by the rules of the true rules of soccer can just kick a ball around. And they can be accompanied by families who just want to come out and support and be there for them. And that to me is the ultimate dream for me because uh, the truth is, I mean, it's we're happy to run this in our home for now, but it's not something we can do for 20 years. So we know at some point we got to be able to make a big move. And I have a feeling someday, Jeff, I'm going to meet a really special person and they're going to do something amazing for this organization. At least I, I keep that hope alive in, inside and we'll see what happens. Well, you're on to something for sure. It's been a great start. And again, you talked about, you know, having to slow things down and, and getting things just right. And you've done that. And now we're twice. seeing. Yeah, that's twice. right. Yeah, twice. That's right. And the first time you and I talked about it at great lengths, and it was it was a really important moment, for sure. Well, look what's happened today, and it's only going to get better and grow and grow and grow, and we'll post this again on our Facebook page, and you'll be hearing more from Mike Primo and Path to Play Day. Uh, thank you very much for coming on. I'll see you on the 21st and then again on the 28th. You better bring your A-game, bro. <laughs> I guess i got to bring running shoes if I'm running around, and the bullseye, too. I, I can tell you one thing for sure. There will not be a Johnny Monomic here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did I have a little bit of luck on? Th- okay, for those who don't know, Mike and I were in a best out of three match, and it was tied going into the third game. And Mike made the silly mistake of saying, "Boy, I hate Johnny Mnemonic." Jeff, that you get to pick the game. Herb, yeah, before that even happened, right? Yep, Jeff, you get to pick the game. Let's try Johnny. <laughs> Mike just sank. Oh well. Lesson learned. If I ever play in a Pinburg, I'm not going to say anything about what I love or hate. <laughs> that is for sure. Thanks very much, Mike. We'll see you on the 21st. And again, Path of Play Day on the 28th. And your website, too. Yes, pathofplay.com. And if you want information specifically about the day, you can go to pathofplay.com backslash pop day. And thanks for having me on the show, Jeff. I appreciate it.
We'll talk soon, bud. All right. Take care, pal. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. And please subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And please join our Pinball Profile Path of Play team. That would really mean a lot. I'm Jeff Teolis. Mm-hmm.